one and all to the Jason, excuse me, Jay, Carlos, and Magoo Show. I am your host, and I have two lovely co-hosts with me right now. Maybe just one. No, now we have two. That's two. Carlos and Jay, introduce yourselves. Well, welcome, everybody. What's going on? Welcome to, uh, what is this, Championship Round Weekend? Well, it's actually episode three, or excuse me, season three, episode 21, Jay. Great. Welcome. Carlos, what's going on, man? Yes, hello. Welcome Welcome. to me. Great. We uh, have not prepped at all. We didn't do our pre-pod phone call discussing our our scant plan for the show, so I think uh, we're going to wing it, and the listener is not going to be able to tell a difference. So should we just get into it? Always. We, we, we're just, we're rolling. We're going to keep it short and sweet and just pick winners for the, for the listener. No, 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 no. I think we would be remiss if we didn't maybe do a quick recap on what might have been the greatest mm. weekend of NFL football ever. Right yeah, back. Car- Carlos, are you there? I am here. Oh, nice. Okay. We just make sure we have Carl Jay on the, on the line. Yeah. He already said yes. Hello. We knew he was here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, uh, Carlos. Last weekend's game, where do do we just where, do we just want to start with the Chiefs Bills game? Chefs Bills, uh, good place to start. Solid. Man, I don't know. Did, that, did anything happen in that game? That was maybe the most wild finish of a game I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember texted... a regular season game between the the Rams and the Chiefs like three years ago. Oh yeah, that the Monday was... night game. Yeah, sure and, was, I think it was the Rams and the Saints, Carl. Nope, uh, Carlos. Really? No, it was, okay. It was Rams Chiefs. Yep. And and I I think this game between the Bills and the Chiefs was just as exciting in terms of like just back to back scoring, and also it was in the division championship. This is factual. The stakes were high. You've got like a budding rivalry. You know, the, the Bills, like, designed their team this year to solely beat the Chiefs. And it came down to, like, the matchup on the biggest stage. And it was absolutely insane. I remember I texted Carlos, Carlos um, when the Bills were driving with, like, five minutes left. And I said, are they going to try to run out the whole clock with this drive? They did not do that. <laughs> There was a lot more that happened. Yeah, yeah at the same, same time, my my brother texted me. He's like, do the Bills have enough time to score here? And I said, I think so. And then after <laughs> that, I think there were five more scores before <laughs> overtime. <laughs> yeah. No, when it was 109 and the Bills were getting it back, I was like, oh, they left too much time on the clock for Josh Allen because he had three timeouts. But then yeah. when it got to 13, I'm like, well, that's over. Well, Josh, then... Allen, Josh Allen scored – they scored with, what, like 150 left on the clock? And you immediately go, ooh, that's too much time for Pat Mahomes. Yeah. And it took Mahomes like three plays. He hits Tyreek on just that wicked ooh. crossing route, which let's talk about this one for a minute. So I think the Bills were in man coverage, and Tyreek just beat the dude – on inside leverage just because he's basically a better athlete than the cornerback that was on him. 
and he's flying to the end zone. And the NFL's like big point of emphasis here was taking taunting out of the game, pretty much specifically because yeah. of the Bucks defender and Tyreek Hill like flipping deuces. Tyreek started it in the regular season last year. Then I'm blanking on the name of, of the Bucks secondary guy that gave him deuces in his face in the Super Bowl. But then the uh, the no fun league comes uh, in. Carlton there. Carlton yeah. Davis. Yeah. Yeah. So then the no fun league comes in and says, like, there will be no taunting this year. And there were some pretty ridiculous, like, momentum-shifting, game-altering, like, taunting flags throughout the year. Um, but thankfully the refs didn't throw a flag as Tyreek Hill flipped everybody the peace sign as he was rolling into yeah. the end zone. I thought that he, was He really did it at the defender. He did it at the defender. I thought you just were supposed to do it, like, at the crowd. I yeah I don't know I thought it's a dumb rule anyways and I'm really glad that that didn't influence this game um but Tyreek runs it into the end zone there and then there was what like a minute left and immediately (laughs) you said again there's there's too much time yeah and then it was then the bills go down they got another one with 13 seconds left and I don't think anyone in the world said there's too much time, but it turns out 13 seconds was too much time. Yeah, that's I mean, great. Yeah, Bart, Bart Snackwell actually did a really nice, like, slow-mo on Twitter of, like, how do you leave Travis – it might not have been Snackwell, but it was like, how do you leave Travis Kelsey? He just ran free up the seam, and nobody was like – nobody yeah. jammed him at the line. Nobody was like – they were just like – prevent defense but he like he got 25 yards which was just insane carlos what do you call there in madden <laughs> so i i would run press man with cover two or potentially cover three with just three men on the line so just a solid old prevent defense right rush three man up everybody with three deep safeties yeah but not like like not your classic prevent, like you're playing real man-to-man coverage. Cause I think what that does is it just forces the quarterback to wait for a bit because no mm-hmm. one's going to be open right away. And so that, that the just takes your biggest enemy. Yeah. Um, but, but on that last play to get him in field goal range, that, that cornerback, I think thought he had inside help. Um, Yep, Sam, Sam Gold is a is a really good analyst on YouTube, and he kind of broke that down. And mm-hmm. he thinks that that defensive back thought he had inside help from the linebacker, but the linebacker kind of stayed stayed in place and, and never really caught that seam route. Mm. So then they they get that seam route, they call timeout, and you're like, oh my god, this game's going into overtime. Bonus football. This is the game that should never end. Really, they should. They should have just given the Super Bowl trophy to whoever won that game, right? Yeah, just end it there. Yep. Like we're, we'll do yeah. a halftime show and have some commercials in a couple of weeks, but yeah, we'll, just, they win. we'll 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 package together highlights of this game, but we'll show it as the Super Bowl. <laughs> Man, but then okay, so a lot of a lot of debate on the Talking Over Heads. Time. Yeah, what are your guys' thoughts on the overtime format? So did you see the Snackwell's article on the three things that uh, – the three ideas that have been – I like them all, frankly, 
because they're just you're, so than... you're in favor of modifying overtime. Yeah, because they were like they were like pretty good ideas. Like one was kind of silly. So the silliest one was probably, um, okay, I'll go through these real quick. You determine the coin toss before overtime starts, uh, like in the fourth quarter. Okay. So you determine who who would get at the start of the fourth quarter who would get overtime. This is mm-hmm. just for the playoffs, obviously. If if they win the toss, so that the team, if they like tie it up, they can go for two and win it in regulation if they want. And like if they fail, obviously they that the game ends there. So that's mm. one idea. I thought that was like, eh, I, I don't know. I still don't see coaches really going for two at all there. Yeah. Um, because they can still, but if they don't, but if they're like, oh, the I don't see see score. the thing. I don't, I don't see teams doing that, right? Like At putting it all time. in on one play, like going all in on one play versus. At the same time, if you're the Bills last night, or excuse me, Sunday night, and your defense is just gassed, and you've got Pat Mahomes and Tyree Kill on the other side, you definitely mm-hmm. think about going for two. Right. They were the number one defense in the league by DVOA. You can't trust them to get a stop? Not when they're gassed like that. Um, the other one, real quick. Um, so the Ravens actually came up with this. It's uh, it's like a spot and play, I think is what spot it was called. And, spot and choose. And this is the one that I actually like. It's a good one. I mean, it's great. Right? Are you familiar with this, Carlos? Jay, you can so, explain this one. Yeah, it, please explain it. I don't get it. Okay. okay. So I've got it pulled up. So in the spot and choose scenario, there's no coin flip. One team decides where the ball is to be spotted to begin overtime. And the other team gets to choose whether to play offense or defense from that spot. And then I think it's the first team to score wins. So, for example, the way this would have worked out in the Bills game, say the Chiefs, since they're the home team, they get to choose – so they would pick they would pick the yard line that the ball is spotted. So now you could say the five yard line, but then if the Bills say, cool, we'll play offense, now they get the ball at the five. Right? Or the Bills could say, Ugh, we like the idea of getting a stop, so we're gonna play defense from the five. So it puts in like a little bit of like game theory in do you think the other team wants to play offense or defense? And where would you want the ball to be spotted? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I would say I'm definitely in favor of modifying the format for the playoffs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just given how the league is changing the game, it's definitely mm-hmm. more offense, offensive-centric. Mm-hmm. And like we've seen in the last few years, like teams like a minute and a half left, the top quarterbacks are going to get a score. Yep. Um, and I'm a simple guy, so I like just saying like, you got a 10-minute overtime, and you mm-hmm. just play, play it out. Play it till the end? Play it till the end. Great. Um, but then you do have to figure out what happens if there's still tied after that. Yeah. And then maybe, that, think... maybe that game theory option. That seems cool. Yeah, if like kind of in lieu of like penalty kick type stuff. Um, I kind of like – yeah, I – I, I don't think I think like maybe there just needs to be a playoff overtime format. I get the way that it is in the regular season, right? To preserve like risk against injury and all like you don't want to add too much time in the regular season, but I'm all for like in, in the playoffs where the games, you know, mean more. 
doing a, a set quarter or or whatever. Great. Uh, yeah, one more, and let me know what you guys think about this because there's a downside, but I it's kind of cool. Um, the uh, the other one is the first to eight points, so pretty self-explanatory. You got to go for if you if the Chiefs score there, they have to go for two in order to win the game outright. So the Bills still have a chance, even if they give up the score. Obviously, the downside is they don't get the score, and you can still extend the game a really long time if it's first to eight. Like if no teams score, you basically have to play out all of overtime. Nonetheless, is this is this playoffs only? Yeah, playoffs only. Playoffs only. Because because if it were regular season, that a Detroit. Pittsburgh overtime oh. game would still be happening. Yeah, but it's not a bad idea. Like, the Chiefs go for it, miss, then the Bills score and go for two. They get the win, so that's not the worst. I think I like Carlos's better. But uh, I'll have to say, anything left on this uh, Bills-Chiefs game other than it was probably the most entertaining game I've ever seen? It was a more brutal end to a season than the Cowboys, so... That's true. What do you what what is life like this week as a Bills fan? What it's been like the past sixty years? Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I would be in a Carl. Would you? You'd be in a pretty dark place if that was the Cowboys, right? I mean, it's just so tough because with that last touchdown with thirteen seconds left. Yeah, you're, you're like, booking your oh, tickets. Oh, we right? did it. You did it. You're planning like, what is going on? Are you fixing a washing machine? I don't know why this stuff's so loud. I'll try to – I can't mute myself, but – Are you fixing a washing machine? He's banging a baking tray on his head and then questions why it's so loud. Are you submitting yeah. an audition tape for British Bake Off? Yeah. What goes on at British Bake Off? Oh, that's a great show. All right. Uh, yeah, I think, man, like the poor yeah. Bills fans, like they're they're on Amazon ordering tables to jump through this weekend while they host the Bengals. And then, uh, oh, man, at least it happened quick, and hopefully they could uh, process those returns before the tables were shipped. Um, should we go to the next game? The the previous game that ended yeah. in a last second kick. The Rams. One more thing about the Bills, though. They yeah. have, they look. They have Josh Allen. I th- he's still on his rookie contract, right? Or no? They signed yeah, not money. for much longer. Yeah, but still, you got Josh Allen. He's super young. You can you probably have some cap space. You he's know, pretty good. Think, things are fine going forward. It's not like the Packers fans like like looking mm-hmm. forward. Ooh. Should we just go? I was going to wait for them. You brought them up. Man, I was so happy when the Packers lost. How how wonderful was that? That was surprising, but great. It was so good. For Green Bay to, like, lose because their special teams is horrible was very fitting to the season. To have Aaron Rodgers not perform well was fantastic. Uh, Green Bay had exactly what they wanted in their like home field advantage. You have to come through Green Bay. We know how to play in the cold, and uh, they didn't. And I took tremendous joy in Throw Rogan getting sent home early. 
Magoo, are you still there? I'm here. What are you doing? Uh, I'm listening to you guys uh, discuss mm. the game. Got it. This is so poor quality. Oh, my God. Carl, any any last thoughts on, on Green Bay, or should we just move on that I took just a lot of joy in uh, the Packers' early exit? I mean, yeah, I mean, as a Cowboys fan, it's like, okay, maybe we weren't too bad. <laughs> yeah, the Niners um, played great, man. But at the same time, it's just, like, frustrating. Like, this is a wide-open NFL playoffs uh-huh. uh, where like we're seeing some some really great scheme from the 49ers mm-hmm. who are really the only team left without a great quarterback um, so you just got to hand it to that Jimmy G, Jimmy G would agree oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's been to a Super Bowl yeah so is Rex Grossman oh um, yeah, I think the I, this Niners team is fun, right? And that they're not the quarterback driven, they're a scheme driven, right? Just team, and, and that's how they're winning. Um, to the Packers, real quick, is this the end of of the line for them? They are like seventy million dollars over the cap heading into next season, and they may not get Rodgers back. They, if he's not back, Devontae's likely a free agent and will move on. It may be a rebuild season for the pack, and I'm here for it. So the NFC yeah, it, North. Oh, it just ahead, seems really, it seems really unlikely that Rodgers returns to Green Bay. Yeah. Um, and, like, the 49ers were thought of as, as, like, a potential landing spot for him. But – I have a hard time seeing him going to the 49ers after losing to them four times in the playoffs. And then again, in what would in this, in this uh, timeline be his last season with the Packers. So here would be the great thing that would have. So I sent Carl a great cartoon about Aaron Rodgers last 10 years and how the Packers have been beaten out of the playoffs a lot. So they've been beaten by the Niners, what, four times now? In the playoffs, I think, three or four yeah, times. four times. So how great would it be then if Rodgers is like, oh, screw this. If you can't beat them, join them. And he goes to the Niners, and then next year the Packers beat the Niners in the playoffs. <laughs> I, think that, I think that would be wonderful. <laughs> um, yeah, so here's the other thing with Rodgers. Is he as an attractive of a free agent this year as he was last year? No. Absolutely Can not. Can expand? Why is that? Why is but, that? No, he's one year older, and he's getting into realms of weirdness like, uh, like we really haven't seen. I think if uh-huh. he had just stayed with, um, uh, sounds like it's not. It's on the rocky with. Uh, with what's her name from Divergent series? Uh, oh, yeah, Shayla. Her, he would, yeah, she would. Uh, she would stabilize him a little bit, mm. and yeah, and that's a, that's really about it. I mean, he looked like he was just going through the motions in that game. Like he's ready to host Jeopardy. Carl, if you're the Broncos, are you still making the uh, Godfather offer for Rogers? Yeah, I mean, I think in terms of on the field play. 
like mm-hmm. he's he's still likely to be the MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like as a quarterback, I think his stock is um, pretty darn similar to what it was a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, there is definitely some there would be some hesitation from some groups just based on his uh, interviews and some of his uh, critical thinking uh, <laughs> that he's expressed. <laughs> Yeah, like, but like I don't know. I, I, he's still a, a really great quarterback. Yeah, Aziz Ansari, I guess, has like this new stand-up bit regarding Aaron Rodgers and his uh, his whole like like gist of what his uh, little spiel about Aaron Rodgers is essentially like. Did you guys really expect like the the quarter the the quarterback of our team to like do good on his science test? Like, tell me when you ever saw that happen in high school. Like, this is a guy that gets paid to get hit in the head. Um, and, and I don't think you can really expect him to be, you know, like a world-class researcher and scientist. So, I think Yeah, the Broncos good. aren't hiring him to be an epidemiologist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. 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 All right. That's enough of uh, bagging on that. And then let's <laughs> – we'll, we'll wrap it up quick. The other two games were fantastic, too. I didn't watch much of the Bengals game, but that oh. came down – to the wire and then the the rams were up huge carl texted me like man what a blowout and then um tom brady's deal with the devil almost got him back back into that game they they tied it up late and then stafford had one of the late drives to uh get them tied up that was pretty incredible any thoughts on those two games just an all-timer of a like uh terrible coverage by the bucks like it was funny. You had one team that was playing prevent and allowed Mahomes to score, and then another team that tried to play aggressive, mm-hmm. and they let the best receiver in the entire league get behind him. I don't know yep. how that happens, but it did. He literally just ran by the guy. The guy kind of bit, thinking it was going to be a short route, and nope. And that was that. It was that pretty play, terrible by the Bucks at the end. That play by Cup looked awesome on dots, um, where – Cup just runs in a he just runs the seam right down the middle and just runs right by the dude. My my play for the dots highlight of the weekend though was Gabe Davis's corner post route where he just uh put that corner in a grave. That was incredible. The, yeah, the, the dot just like the knees buckling. Times. <laughs> the dots on that was so great. The the cornerback, I think it was twenty one. He was like, it showed him facing the middle of the field, and then he just faced the outside of the field and froze while Gabe Davis ran into the end zone and put his hands up and said, please throw it to me. Carlos, how much does Gabe Davis go for in fantasy next year? <laughs> Ooh, someone's going to pay 25 for him. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what I'm that thinking. Has, that has Julio written all over it. <laughs> I think it's Julio and Phil battling out for that one. That'll be good. He'll definitely be one of Matt. And you know Barry's what? It might things. be. It might be worth it. And here's what's going to happen: is Carl will nom- Carlos will nominate him early. Julio will be bidding him up, and Magoo will say, "I can get one more dollar out of him and get stuck with Gabe." <laughs> and somehow it'll work out. But that is you know, a great analysis good. of how all three good. of us draft. <laughs> <laughs> You mean you figured out that I nominate players I don't want? What? 
<laughs> just er, not just early in the draft. All right, but we are we are a ways away from August. Uh, let's get. Should we get into this weekend's games? Yeah, um, of course. Looks like the the Chiefs are hosting the Bengals 3 p.m. on Sunday. Just the last Sunday doubleheader of the year. Uh, the Chiefs are at home. They are favored by seven points. What do you guys think? Too many points. Too many points. Pretty gassed Chiefs team. Um, they're great, but they're definitely they're definitely making it seven because they know they can still get everybody to bet the Chiefs. It's too many points uh-huh. for Joe Burrow, Joey B. Carlos, what are your thoughts? I mean, I'll be rooting for the Bengals, um, but I, I I like the Chiefs in this game. Mm-hmm. To cover the seven? Yeah. Wow. Wow. So so check this, Magoo. Magoo is Magoo is on the uh, the sharp side here. We've got eighty three percent of the cash has come in on the Bengals. 65% of the tickets has come in on the Chiefs. So it's looking it's looking like the Chiefs are the pretty public team. But let's run through this a little bit, right? So in terms of uh, offensive ranks, according to PFF, the Chiefs are fourth overall. The uh, Bengals are third overall. Defense, the uh, Chiefs are at 13th overall. The Bengals are at 20th. And PFF has Chiefs number one in the power rankings and Bengals in the eighth, at, at eighth in uh, the power rankings. You got to love the matchup of Joey Burrow and Pat Mahomes. Jamar Chase is going to put on a show. Ah, man, I, I, think that, uh, I think that the Chiefs end up winning this game, but I don't know if they cover. I mean, everybody is teasing this game with uh, you know, the other game. You want. Well, I mean, and over-unders, of course. Oh, got it. Don't forget the over-unders. I, you know, you can do that in gambling, Jay. That is true. Do you, What's the – give me the uh, – Carl, Carlos, give me uh, the game script for how the Bengals come out and win this game. I think, like, Jamar Chase has 250 yards and three touchdowns. Um, and and so while watching Bill's Chiefs, I predicted that Mahomes would throw an interception on their second-to-last scoring drive and then again predicted he would throw an interception in overtime, um, both of which he didn't. But this, this season has been the one where he's kind of maintained a steady, not horrible, but some turnover-worthy plays. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that's how the Bengals win this game is like two two interceptions, um, and I mean their their offense is maybe not quite as good as the Chiefs, but it's pretty prolific. So it's pretty it, it's pretty solid. Their line is a bit their line is their weakness. Yeah. So the other the other game script is Burrow doesn't get sacked nine times. Yep. Yep. All right, Magoo, tell me how the Chiefs win this. Well, just to piggyback on that, really all you can say for the Bengals winning is the Chiefs defense is still gassed from that crap. So, mm. I mean, it's score, score, and score some more. That's really all it is. Bengals had uh, one more day of rest. 
They do. How do the Chiefs cover? Is that what yeah. you said? Yeah, give me that. Joe Burrow, uh, the defensive or the uh, the offensive line cannot protect Joe Burrow, and uh, yeah, Mahomes just has his way. There's really, uh, I don't know. That's I think like Joe Burrow has three turnovers basically. I yeah. think it's it's going to take a lot of turnovers from Burrow to like have the Chiefs cover because I don't think they yeah. cover. So what about so Burrow's been in big games before, right? He played in the national championship game. You know, he's got what now two playoff wins under his belt, but he's never really been down by a sizable amount, like by two scores in any of those games, has he? I can't know. So that might be another one here for the Chiefs covering, right? If because right Burrow he's been in these big games but he hasn't had that adversity where like he has to make the plays and and so if he gets down you know if the Chiefs jump out early you know does does Burrow maybe press a little bit more than he normally would in these situations you know in in these big games like this on the road Um, and maybe he presses a bit you know tries to force balls in throw some picks so maybe that's another way that the, the Chiefs could go about covering this game as well. So my play is I like the Bengals to cover, but I like the Chiefs to win. Same, these. Carl? I'd say Chiefs Chiefs to cover. Like it. I like it. All right, the next game, the uh, LA Rams are hosting the 49ers at San Fran, the night game. And uh, it is the Rams minus three and a half. What do you, Carlos, what's your thoughts here? I have no idea how to play this. Um, yep. Like the Rams are, are definitely more talented. I think on both uh-huh. sides of the ball, like uh-huh. all, all three, all three teams. Um, Rams have been better. And just in terms of overall talent, but they're both in the NFC West. They play each other a lot. They, mm-hmm. they know each other well. And mm-hmm. I think the Niners have won the last six matchups. Yeah, they've had their number. Um, so, like, if I had to, I would say Rams to win, uh-huh. um, but not cover. Like, really close mm-hmm. game. Okay. Magoo, what say you? I think that I'm going to go with the Rams to win and cover, actually. And it's probably not the sharp side. It's weird. I don't care. But it really took an epic collapse for the yeah for the Rams to not blow out the Bucks last week. And it's like they needed Cam Akers to fumble like twice. I mean, you don't – I mean, if you don't think – to sound like a talking head, if you don't think Cam Akers is going to be doing drills all week about holding on to the football, you know, you're crazy. Didn't, so, didn't the Rams – have like four fumbles and none of them ended up in the bus or like not all of them ended up in the bucks. They had like a ridiculous number of turnovers in that game, but none of them came from Stafford. So he's been playing well. Yeah. Been phenomenal. Odell Beckham's been great. Higby cup. Yep. I've been all, been all phenomenal. Van Jefferson. Hell. Yeah. So I just think like, to ask the Rams to screw up as much as they did versus like both in yeah. the last San Francisco game and the Bucks game last week, 
is asking a lot if you're a Niners better. Yeah, it might be one of those like that like that near collapse might have been like a big wake up call for them. Like we're not gonna mess around. Yeah. We're gonna put this away. Um, but man, the Niners just make people do weird things. That they does. Mm, I think I think it'll be a good game. I am uh, with you guys. I like the Rams to win and uh, cover in this game. I think that uh, when it gets down to this point in the season, I'm just I'm I, I like the team that I think has the better talent on both sides of the ball. Like Carl was saying, you know, really in all three phases. But Carlos. I'm taking Stafford over Jimmy G. Right? Give me Aaron Donald, Von Miller, uh, Jalen Ramsey. Give me Cup. OBJ, those guys. Ram- Ramsey got destroyed last week. I think Carlos was on the Rams to win but not cover, though. Okay. Did I hear that right? Yep, I'm sticking with that. All right. Yeah. Rams win but not cover. I like – let's have a good game. I'm, I'm here for it. Um, and then, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's it for this weekend, I guess. We'll probably maybe take – I doubt we're going to do a Pro Bowl preview show. Um. <laughs> But maybe we come back Super Bowl week with uh, some fun prop bets. And Ooh. last year we had Becca do a little preview, hop on, and give us some of her prop bet picks. Um, so we'll see if we can run that back a little bit more. But, uh, yeah, we are running to the end of this season. Jason, yeah. what are you cooking for the, the conference championship games? Ooh, we haven't even got there yet. Um, oh, man, this is – so, Magoo, I don't know if you know this, but we – we had annual Super Bowl fests when Carlos and I lived in the same city, and we would do cooking competitions for these games or often the Super Bowl, and we would have to pick a cuisine from each city to cook. Um, man, the Bengals, I think the obvious choice, right, is the disgusting Cincinnati chili, but I'm not eating that garbage. Um, I would probably make like a nice Midwestern casserole, for the Bengals, for the Chiefs, I'd probably have to smoke something. I don't know, maybe like fish tacos or something for the California teams. That's probably what I'd go with. Ooh. I'd go with some like uh, classic German fare for the Bengals. They've got a nice German tradition. Oh yeah, I like that. They do. The Hofbrau House down in Cincinnati is just a blast. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, Magoo, do you have any advice for the, uh, the the gamblers out there this week? Yeah, if you want to bet the Pro Bowl, uh, just know that uh, you really can't lose what you don't put in the middle. But also, you can't win much either. Great job, everybody. We'll see you at the Super Bowl. Bye. <laughs>